it's Liv. Welcome back to another episode of Life Chats with Liv B. Today I am here with a guest who you guys met once before and it was while she was pregnant. So I'm here with my friend Katie. Hi. Hi. <laughs> and we did an episode. When was that? Oh my God. That was like... Well, I was six months pregnant, yeah. seven months pregnant. Six. So she's a month and a half. So let's just say like four or five months yeah. ago. I'm not good at math. So that's okay. So we did an episode on being vegan and pregnant. And Katie was around six months pregnant at the time. And today we are sitting here in her living room with her baby. And do you want to just like say her name and like how big she is and old she is? Sure. She is six months old. Six months old. That's called mom brain. (laughs) Apparently it's a thing. So her name is Lila Lake and uh, she is six weeks old. She was born about 6.8 pounds and now she's about 10 pounds. And she is just a sweet little babe. She is perfect. She is. So today we're going to be doing an episode on zero waste and like more eco-sustainable living because Katie just has so much insight on this. And I'm really excited to just kind of dive into the topic and we're going to break it up into three categories. So we're going to talk about kind of like easy beginner switches that you can do literally today. Like they're just things that are really easy to integrate into your life. The second category is I guess, I guess like a medium category. That's things that are like a little bit more advanced. And then the last category is things that take a little bit more, I don't know, I guess it's just like if you really want to go for the zero waste lifestyle and like you're really into starting a more sustainable way of living, then these are kind of like the bigger things that you can switch in your life, I would say. Maybe let's start with when you started going more zero waste or like what kind of like what your lifestyle is like now. Sure. So it probably started about five years ago. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you know this Instagrammer business owner, but her name is Lauren Singer and she owns an account called Trashes for Tossers. Okay. And I was sent an article about how this woman, all of her plastic went into a jar. Yes, and you I've see you yeah. see people doing this. And I was like, wow, that's really inspirational. Now I am like completely not there at all. Brock and I still probably put out, you know, a garbage bag of trash every few months. You things add up. So I'm not claiming to be zero waste, but definitely is reduced waste. But regardless, so it started about five years ago where I slowly started implementing little changes, you know, the reusable bags, the mason jars, just like the easy things that kind of people start with. And then it just snowballed from there. And I try very um, consciously now it's a conscious effort to make those changes. And I almost always try with anything I buy or do, what is the way I can make this more sustainable? And if I can't do it, that's fine. But at least I gave it a thought or I tried to buy it secondhand or, you know, I tried to make it myself, but so it's kind of from there. So not zero waste perfectly, but Mm -hmm. definitely a lot of stuff in my life is. Yeah. And you're definitely a lot more, I guess, reduced waste than most people, but it's not because you're like this special angel that just like knows how to do it. You've done a lot of research. You've like trial and error like so many things and I know throughout the years you've really if you guys hear um like squeaks or <laughs> little noises that's Lila um she's so cute <laughs> I'm so distracted right I know now. and like see her little like I was saying she looks kind of like a caterpillar when you swaddle babies because they like inch around and like move around and it's so cute um it is but yeah you've done so much research into it and you just you have a lot to share so I do um yeah let's talk about let's just jump right into it let's yeah. talk about kind of like the easy things that you started with and things that people can do if they listen to this podcast and they're like really inspired to start 
I guess just leading a more conscious life, what are like the, the easy switches or like the things that they can do right away? Yes. So as I mentioned, just starting by bringing a reusable bag, Mm -hmm. there are so many cute tote bags out there and grocery bags and, you know, farmer's market boxes that you can have. Starting there is so easy because just keep them in your car, bring them into the grocery store done, you know, you know, spend a couple dollars and then you can do that. And really in Nova Scotia, some like you're going to have to start doing this now because places like where we shop at Sobeys, Mm -hmm. they're not going to have bags when you're there. So it's, you have to get on board eventually because it's going to be mandatory. So start there. Um, and then another one would be a produce bag, which you can use to put your produce in. So, you know, put your lettuce in Mm -hmm. your bok choy, whatever it is. And you can also use those when you do bulk shopping at like bulk stores and we'll get yeah. into that later cause that's a little more advanced, Yeah, but they're kind of multi-used and, um, I'll provide links to all this stuff cause I have like some really great like options out yes. there. So the produce bags are kind of, if you guys can picture a grocery store when you are getting like, I don't know, grapes or something and yeah. people pull off, there's like those rolls of plastic bags yes. and they're like the thin ones. But when you look at that roll, think about how many rolls of plastic bags they go through just at that one grocery store and multiply that by like a million grocery stores. Exactly. Like there, it seems so harmless when you're just like ripping off a plastic bag to put like some apples in, but it's so unnecessary. And if you really want bags to like put produce in, you can get reusable ones. It was $10 for like say five. Yeah. So, and they last like forever, forever. Cause yeah. you can wash them. Like we put yeah. ours just through the laundry. Another super easy switch is straws. So mm-hmm. there's a few types of straws out there. Bamboo, glass, metal that we talked yeah. about. Glass, you and I have discussed is our favorite. Yeah. And I completely agree. They're so, they're so nice. So instead of straws, which everyone's talking about them, they're just such a waste. Worst yeah. of all, you don't even need a straw. Yeah. But when you do need one, just use a glass one. Yeah. And I love glass because you can see into it. So you can see the dirt. when it's actually <laughs> clean. You can yeah. see if it's like getting gross. Um, and they usually come with a, like a straw cleaner. They I find do. Most of them. Um, and glass feels nicer on your teeth too. I, I find agree. metal when it gets cold. Some people like really can't do that feeling of like metal on teeth. I um, completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you walked in today, I was literally drinking a yeah. smoothie in a mason jar with a glass straw. It feels, they have like a nice weight to them too. Like yeah. it feels It's very, like thicker too. Yeah. Yeah, love it. <laughs> love it. So that's an easy one. And like, all this stuff actually can be bought on Amazon. Yeah. Just just so simple. Yeah. Another super easy switch is a toothbrush. So mm. I don't have the stats on all these and how much, you know, toothbrushes go in landfills and all that. But there are some great bamboo toothbrush alternatives out there you can get mm-hmm. online. And I was really conscious about this because I have really thin gums and I was really worried because I used this really soft um, type of disposable toothbrush for years, but the bamboo ones are super soft. So okay. they're really nice. They're great. My husband uses one too. And uh, yeah, that's a super s- simple switch. Yeah. And something that people wouldn't really think about because like toothbrushes, it's not something you buy all the time. Like no. you, you're supposed to replace them like every three to six months or something. But I feel like when you think about it, like that's a lot of plastic in a toothbrush. It like it's is. just a big piece of plastic basically. And yeah. Yeah. And you have to actively decline them when you go to the dentist too. So it's like, yeah. you have to kind of do have to make that effort. But, yeah. So but yeah. it's, I mean, uh, uh, if you're, I feel like for anyone who's like really wants to do this, then 
once you kind of start with like the reusable bags and this and that, it just becomes so second nature to just decline single use plastic and decline things like that. Oh my gosh. When I go to the grocery store now and I see all of the bags, I like, I don't know. It like hurts my soul a little bit. I'm like, this is so easy or it's so bad when we go to, I'll talk about this later, but like bulk barn, which is just a bulk type store. I don't know if that's international, but Anyways, it's just a a bulk food store. Yeah. I have all these, um, those produce bags, the mesh ones that we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. I, when I fill them and I see the person had me using plastic, I like drop them very heavily. So people actually see me like, I'm just trying to make a statement. Like, look at these cool bags that you could be using. And a lot of people actually come up to me and say, I love those bags. Where did you get them? Because Mm -hmm. I'm very obvious. I'm like, basically swinging them around (laughs) and like, look at these cool bags. (laughs) But anyways, I love that. Yeah. What were we talking about? We were talking about toothbrushes, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> oh my God. Let's just, let's go into bulk shopping because we were just talking about that. Okay. Well, we put that on our hard list, so we'll just, oh, but that's okay. okay. But you know what? We'll skip to, we'll just skip yeah, on the hard we'll skip to the, to the advanced category. <laughs> so shopping, sh- shopping bulk, it looks really daunting at first because mm-hmm. you're like, oh my gosh, you have to weigh stuff. How does this work? Yeah. But it's actually so simple. So all you do is you bring with you your reusable container. So Mm -hmm. I usually use mason jars and then those produce bags. Yep. With your mason jar, all you do is you go up to the counter and you say, can you weigh this? And then they'll put a little number on it. You don't need to worry about it. Mm -hmm. And then fill up all of your stuff as usual. You know, put your nuts in there, put your seeds in there. Yeah. And then they'll ring it through as usual. That's the only step that's scary. Wow. And then the another tip I have is, you know how when you buy something like that, you have to write a code down. Yeah. So instead, what I do is I just keep a running list in my phone. Oh. So of codes. So yeah. it's like, you know, um, trying to think like chocolate chips and then yeah. you put a number and then I have it all alphabetized so I can like quickly go through. So when yeah. I'm handing them things, it's like, okay, here's the coffee. That code is two, three, four, five. Yeah. Here's this. Okay. It's XXX. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of using those like tags. paper tag things. Yeah. Exactly. It's super easy. Yeah. And then in terms of storing it at home, Again, just use mason jars. And yeah. I get all of my mason jars secondhand. That's just what I store all of my bulk stuff in. Honestly, it looks so much cuter too to it have it in does. mason jars. Like if you go on Pinterest, all of the nice looking pantries have everything in jars. And that way you can see what you have also, which reduces yeah. food waste because you don't just let stuff go bad in the back yeah. of your cupboard. And yeah, it just like looks cute, which yeah. is a plus. Like it looks way cuter than like the box of rice with like their logo on it and whatever it's like you just have a nice jars and you can see what's in them and yeah I agree yeah the reason why we put bulk shopping in the more advanced category is because for most people you do have to like make an extra trip but also with bulk shopping it can save you money like what have you noticed in terms of like things that you save money on the most bulk shopping well I don't know exactly but I will say just for one example we eat a lot of like Asian dishes. Mm-hmm. So we eat a lot of sushi rice, which is yep. just a short grain rice. Mm-hmm. And when I was buying it at our local grocery store, I think it was, let's say it was $10 and I would get four cups. Mm-hmm. I go to Bulk Barn, I can probably get eight cups for like $4. Yeah. So like, I don't know if that's actually, like it's been such a long time since I bought rice in a package. So mm-hmm. I can't really remember. But I just remember being like such a big difference. Like, yeah. like, like a $10 difference or something like wow. that. And even uh, with coconut oil mm-hmm. way. Like, oh yeah. And that's the thing you can get liquids too, like coconut yeah. oil, peanut butter, um, all that stuff. And also there's a place 
downtown. Have you gone to the, the tear, tear shop? shop. <sighs> yeah, so they have cute. like shampoo, conditioner, um, laundry detergent. Like they have everything. There's so many. I feel like in a lot of bigger cities too, there's probably bulk stores like that that have like more it's organic not just food. Stuff, it's mean? like oh yeah, yeah 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 that have like because I know bulk burn doesn't have like liquid shampoo and conditioner and stuff. No, but um, I don't think so. The tear shop does, which is really cool. Um, my recent discovery and bulk burn is improving all the time too. Like yeah. I just got organic cane sugar from there really yeah I was they shocked. also sell vital wheat gluten which is crazy because normally i would buy the bob's red mill stuff and it was nine dollars for like a package yeah and i started buying it at bulk barn and you can get like double the amount for half the price like exactly $5. that's a it's better crazy. way to put it than i did okay let's jump back to the medium category great so i'm just looking at my list yeah right we put as a medium one so just slowly transitioning all of your items that are plastic into more, uh, you know, environmentally friendly products. So Mm -hmm. stainless steel glass, so for, and glass. So for example, um, if you have plastic uh, Tupperware, slowly get rid of that or like donate it. And Mm -hmm. when I, yeah, when I say get rid of, I just mean donate it. Like we, I don't throw out anything if I don't have to, um, yeah, just bring it to like any local thrift store will take donations. Yeah. So, and buy, um, yeah. So buy stainless steel Tupperware or glass Tupperware, that yeah. kind of stuff. I love glass Tupperware. Oh, so, so much nice. better than plastic, especially for reheating. Like, yeah, it's I agree. It's to eat out of too. Yeah. So I don't know why we put that as a meaning, but I think it's just because there's so much plastic in your life and to slowly transition out of that does take time. Yeah. And I mean, I think some people would probably want to keep using their plastic Tupperware and not buy new stuff right away. But it's like eventually like glass and um, stainless steel are just so much more sustainable. So like when it does come time to replace it, it let's be honest. Yeah. If you care about aesthetics, plastic is not Not nice looking. Not cute. Plastic is not cute. No. (laughs) Also, okay. Something just came to my brain. We were talking about bulk shopping and also plastic things. So reusable coffee cups are a super easy switch. Like there are so many cute like thermoses and mugs for people who go to Starbucks every day or whatever. It's so easy to get a reusable cup and just get them to fill it up. Even in the drive-thru, I know a lot of people are like, oh, it's, you know, it's too hard in the drive-thru. I don't want to make a scene. But you literally just tell them when you go up to the, like I have a Starbucks tumbler thing and I'm like, can I get a nice coffee, whatever. And I have a reusable cup and they're like, okay, no problem. And then when you get to the window, you just hand it to them and they fill it up. And then you're it's like, it's so easy. Yeah. And also you can make it at home. Yeah. Which I was is just going to say. <laughs> so have, inexpensive. Yeah. Tell, so I guess, cause I saw on your Instagram, you said like zero waste coffee or like oh, yeah, yeah, low yeah. waste coffee. So tell the, I guess like your process of like how you do that. Okay. So it's again, quite simple. So mm-hmm. I just take um, a mason jar, yeah. bring it to the counter. They weigh it. Um, I go to the bulk barn section and they have, I drink, um, what is it called? Decaf. Decaf. Like decaf. Yeah. And you just, you know, put it through the grinder, grinder I guess, yeah. into your mason jar. So that process is it. You pay yeah. for it. You're good. And then I use a French press and that's so easy. all you need to do. You just add your French, your, um, your coffee, your water, and then whatever, um, creamer you want at the end. Yeah. So easy. And you can so get, easy. I got my, I have two French presses. One I got secondhand and one is from Ikea. Mm-hmm. And I will say Ikea is great because everything that comes, it's with recycled plastic that you can, like the packaging is recycled plastic. Yeah. 
that you can recycle and then cardboard. Yeah. So Ikea is very environmentally friendly when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. Medi- another in our medium category yeah. is a stainless steel razor. So most people use disposable razors with mm-hmm. disposable razor like heads cartridges, cartridges. Yeah. and like you go through them like quite quickly and it really adds up and you never the the actual razor like the handle part they never really last that long like no. they get dirty and gross and yeah. anyway so let's just say everybody goes through them like once a year so i switched to a stainless steel razor and i or stainless steel or metal i i'm not really sure anyways it is amazing and it came with 10 blades I've used the same blade for the last year and it still gives me a clean, clean shave. Wow. And it was, so yeah, so cost wise, maybe I spent 20 bucks. I'll have that forever. I don't, I can't see myself not having that. I was saying to live that you, if you do transition, you will cut yourself a couple times because because it's a little different than a normal razor, right? Yeah. It's like, there's a word for it. It's, It's like, what is it like guys used to use in the army? It was like, but there's a term for this. It's, it's like, like a single blade, yes, right? It's yeah. a single blade and it doesn't have that cushioning around it and that softness that comes okay. on a regular one. But I swear, like you will nick yourself a couple times and then it's just completely business as usual. Like you will get the hang of it. And every online review says the same thing. Yeah. But anyways. Yeah. So that's kind of... It's a dangerous <laughs> one. So be I know. I feel like that one's like a little scary, but... But I promise you it is amazing yeah. in the end. In the same kind of category i was gonna say we were talking about this earlier menstrual cups yeah did you have that written down i did and that was next on the list oh perfect yeah so menstrual cups just where we said like with the razor it's kind of a learning curve i found the menstrual cup was like a bit of a learning curve sure figuring out like how to fold it how to put it in like how to i don't know even like they come with kind of like a long Mm -hmm. piece at the bottom that you have to cut well not everybody has to cut but like i wanted to cut mine so it wasn't like poking me (laughs) getting like a little uh tmi but yeah but honestly like so the first couple times i put it in i was like i hate this but i cannot imagine being on my period and using tampons anymore like i just can't even out it hurts thinking about it yeah i've been using it for like four or five years now and me too like I I told Katie I had to use a tampon when I was on a trip because I forgot my cup and I like wasn't prepared and I hated every second <laughs> of it. I was like putting it in and it was like just dry foam or like whatever they're made of and I just hated I hated it so much. I was like, this is the worst. And then you just throw the plastic in the oh. garbage and then the tampon in the garbage. Like it's just I know it hurts my soul. Yeah. So this might be TMI, <laughs> but you can cut it out if it is. <laughs> but uh, there's also reusable pads. So yeah. when I was getting ready for, you know, birth, I wanted to make these things called padsicles. So what it is, is you take a pad. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah. And then you put aloe and witch hazel, and then you put that in the freezer and then it just, you put it on to just soothe the area. So before I used those, I was using, um, cause like when you give birth, like you bleed a lot afterwards. Yeah. I was using disposable ones for a couple of days mm-hmm. and they were so rough that they were pulling on like my stitches and they were so painful and gross. And as soon as I switched to my reusable ones, which are like soft and cotton and like glorious, it's like, it was made such a big difference. Wow. Yeah. I love that. I know. Like, like it's just a scratchiness of them or something. Yeah. I mean, they're not made with like super comfortable materials. No. Like they, they're basically like plastic, 
but just yeah. like woven. I don't know. Then I don't know if you do this, but do you, um, the best way to clean your menstrual cup is you take it, you put it in boiling Boil water it, yeah. with um, a little bit of baking soda. Oh, I oh my gosh. Baking soda. It's like cl- makes it go clear again. Really? Yeah. mine's like not clear. Oh my gosh. If you do this, <laughs> you will be shocked. Really? It'll go, it'll look almost brand new. How long do you boil it for? Maybe like five minutes, okay. six minutes. You'll be shocked. Okay. Tips. Yeah. Guys, Tips. go get a menstrual cup and then also get some baking soda. <laughs> yeah. Because they get gross pretty fast. And you can get baking soda at the bulk store. Yeah. So, guys. Okay. Also, if you spices? guys, like, if you buy jam or, like, oh. anything, keep your jars or, like, even, like, little yes. nut butter jars because that's good for spices and... See that cactus up there? Yeah. That is an old pizza sauce jar from Salvatore's. Really? It's cute. Right? It's just, like, it looks like a mason jar. I know. That's... So, all, all of these, most of that stuff is upcycled. Wow. And an upcycled is just a term for like using something that was already something else. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not recycle because that would mean like recycling it. Yeah. Like putting it out with recycling. Exactly. But it's like finding a new use for it. it. Yeah. There yeah. we go. I like that term upcycling. Upcycled. Yeah. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Another out of the box one, which this is probably an advanced one, mm-hmm. but you know when you get, you know, a loaf of bread and it has that little square yep. thing and then when you buy anything else it has um that twisty twist tie thank you yeah so the twist ties and that other square thing i save all that stuff even um uh, elastic bands and then i bring them to the farmer's market guy because he can always oh. use that when he's you know bagging up other things yeah so i just save all that stuff in a jar or a basket and i just bring it to when i have enough does he love it yeah he takes it that's awesome he's like this is great Anyways, so that was just that. that was another little. You must be good friends tip. with your farmers market guy, Jason. Yeah, he got <laughs> me. Jason and Maria, they own a place called the Vegetorium. Yeah, and it's like a year-round farm market. And like they got me a wedding gift, and they know when it's my birthday. And we Aww. like, well, I mean, we're You've there, been going there for so long, so like six, seven years. Yeah, shopping at farm markets is also just a way of being zero waste because there's less packaging, there's less yeah. you know stickers on things, mm-hmm. and um, you're probably buying more local yeah which is good for the environment as well yeah so yeah. there's that um the last thing we were going to talk about in the medium category was refillable dental floss mm. so what that is essentially is a little glass jar with dental floss in it and then as you use it um when that's empty you could just buy the floss and okay. you add it to the jar. So you don't have to buy the plastic exactly. container. But also the floss is, I don't know what the material is, but it's like compostable. Okay. So it doesn't end up in your trash. Okay. So you put it in your compost bin. Yeah. Okay. I can wow. show you. It's black. It's like, I think oh. it's like charcoal or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Wow. But it's awesome. That's very cool. Is there anything else? Did we miss anything? I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure we. there's lots of other things. But oh yeah, like millions. These, yeah. <laughs> these are the things that we could think of. Yeah. Um, so for hard, we talked about the whole thrift shopping, shopping secondhand, um, because it really is really changing that mindset. Cause when you are like, I want to buy this book, you know, you can go to whatever chapters or Kohl's or whatever bookstore and you can get it. But if you take that extra step to try and find it, you know, used on Amazon or call call your local secondhand bookstore, you can get it. So some of these things do take an extra step. That's why it's harder. Yeah. But it does become second nature. So Liv and I were talking about how when about four years ago, my mom and I made a resolution to only shop secondhand for our clothes for a whole year. 
and that's still going on today. So it's been four years and it's still going strong. And that's it's so cool. The best. Yeah. I remember when you made that resolution, you were like, guys, like I'm going to do all secondhand. And we were like, that's really hard. And I just love seeing you stick to it and like do so happily. Like it's not yeah. like you are wearing like old ugly <laughs> clothes. Like you always look cute and like you're, yeah. Well, it's, you get used to it too. And you find like the spots you like, like um, there's this one store in Sarasota where I go to when I go to Florida and I just, I go there every year cause I know it's like my favorite. And then there's a place in Halifax called make new. Have you been mm-hmm. there? Yes. I so have. cute. Yeah. And yeah, you just, even like Value Village and Frenchies and yeah, you, you can always find gems. You can always find stuff. So yeah. sh- shopping secondhand is not just closed either. So yeah. my glassware is all secondhand. You know what I mean? That kind of yeah. stuff. So uh, like all of my, um, the pots that my plants are in mm-hmm. secondhand. I feel like thrift stores are such a good, like there's a girl I follow on Instagram, um, Kristen Johns, and she gets so many cute baskets and like baskets. things for yeah. um, plants at secondhand stores. For sure. They have like super cute, almost like vintage looking things that are so cute. Yeah. So anytime you're like, okay, I have to buy this. Maybe just see if you can get it secondhand. Mm-hmm. And if you can't, then at least you tried. Yeah. And yeah. you'll surprise yourself with how many cute individual things that are out there. Yeah. So, yeah. So shopping, you know, bulk barn, thrift stores, shopping at farmer's markets, all that stuff is amazing and can really reduce your waste. Mm-hmm. And then the last thing we just kind of want to talk about, or I did, I guess, was... um your kind of hair products. So mm-hmm. just not even just hair products, but like uh, shampoo, conditioner and soap, all that stuff you can buy in bars now. And that's all I use. And I love it. Yeah. Yeah. You can get them like at um, the tear shop or shop or even lush. They have yeah. like shampoo bars and yep. that kind of stuff. And it's all package free. And exactly. Yeah. People get very used to the products that they have. Yeah. So it can be really hard to make that transition. And you said you use coconut oil for a lot of things Everything, too. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of replaced my uh, makeup remover. Mm-hmm. It's replaced lotion and um, anything like that. So I put it all over my body all the time. And and you said you used it while you were pregnant too. Yes. And stretch marks. Exactly. And I don't have any stretch marks. So that's crazy. That's helpful. Yeah. Also something that I think we should put in the advanced category. This is more for like new moms. But, or or I guess not just new moms, but um, reusable diapers. Yeah. Do you want to talk about that? I do. Okay. Okay. I want to talk about two things. Okay. So we do use reusable diapers and they are not scary. Seriously. And they're not not gross. I feel like people are going to be like, what? (laughs) And you know, she's, when she wakes up from her nap, like you'll, I'll change her diaper and you'll see it's not gross. So basically all you do is you take your diaper and there's two parts to it. There's the, um, outer shell Mm -hmm. and then an insert. And the insert is just the part that soaks up like the pee, I guess. And, um, the only reason I think people are scared of them because they think it's going to be just gross and like lots of poop will be on it and all that stuff, but it's not. And so if this is the process, so she'll, I'll put on her diaper, she'll pee when it's done. I just take the insert apart and I put it right in a pail. When that fills up, I throw it in, do a rinse, and then you add all your laundry to it. So we do laundry once okay. a day, and that's really the only step. The mm-hmm. step is you have to do a rinse before you do your actual full load of laundry. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah, and that's it. And yeah. if there is poop on your diaper, you just kind of rinse it under the sink, and uh, the poop will come out. It's and not then, gross. 
And then you just put that in the pail. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the coolest thing that we're doing, okay. and this is if you really want to be, um, actually, we're not doing this for the zero waste aspect of it. We're doing it for just the smartness of it, I guess. Mm-hmm. We're doing something called elimination communication. Oh, yeah. Do you know what this is? I do. Yes. Okay. So it actually is working. So really? when she, so this is what it is. Elimination communication known as EC mm-hmm. is when you potty train your kids from birth. Okay. So I have a, see that potty over there? Yes. So all you do is you take your baby and you just kind of um, squat them in it and they'll like use hold the them di- up? Yeah. And okay. they, you will use it. So babies inherently do not want to soil themselves. They don't want to sit in a poopy diaper. Mm-hmm. They don't want to sit in their pee. No so, one would want to do that. No, who would want to do that? Yeah. So it's interesting. When she was about a week and a half old, I noticed that I would take, as soon as I took off her diaper, she would pee. And I was mm-hmm. like, you are holding your pee and holding it until I take it off because you don't want to go in it. Yeah. So as soon as I knew she was doing that, I started putting her over her like little potty when she woke up and then after she fed. And I catch probably say she poops five times a day, I'll catch four to five of them in her, in her potty. So I don't even deal with diapers that have poop on them. Wow. It's so amazing. And like peas, I probably catch like, let's say like 70% because she doesn't care about that as much. She'll hold her poops a lot longer than her peas because I think it's just more uncomfortable. Yeah. But yeah. So if you really want to like not deal with that kind of diaper situation mm-hmm. start ec it's really awesome Very so that's cool. super cool so yeah diapers cloth diapers not scary and they're so soft on their bum yeah like i could not imagine going to disposables and mm-hmm. in terms of cost i was telling you we used disposable diapers just for the first two weeks of her life yeah and spent 70 dollars. Yeah. i would say that you would break even after using cloth diapers maybe after four months in terms of the environment and most babies are in diapers for two to three years. And that's in their lifetime, about 7,300 diapers in total. Just for one baby. Baby. Okay. I think that's everything. Oh, the last thing I wanted to say. Yes. Before you even get into all this, declutter. Yeah. yeah like, like go through your clothes and donate anything you don't use. Go through your pantry and get rid of all like the plastic stuff you haven't used. Like Brock and I remodeled our house and we went through so much and I would say we got rid of, there's just a lot of things in your house you probably don't use. Yeah. I know it sounds corny, but watch Marie Kondo, watch the documentary on Netflix. It actually, there's a lot of validity to what she says Mm -hmm. and just get rid of stuff that brings you anxiety or you don't use or just is just clutter and clutter, like things that are just taking up space. Yes. Because then it's easier to transition out of things. Yeah. Because think if you had a house completely filled with stuff that would take you your whole life to transition into, you know, more sustainable options. Yeah. But if you only have a few things and it's very easy. Yeah. And it's easier to kind of see once you declutter, like what are the big things that you can transition over? hundred percent. Okay. Well, we're going to wrap this up because <laughs> there is a baby that needs attention. If you like this episode, make sure to leave a rating and review on iTunes. Katie, thank you for being here. It was fun. And we'll do it again sometime. Yeah. I hope it wasn't overwhelming. We just... You know what? Start with a couple things. Don't yeah. get overwhelmed. And we're going to link some really helpful links and stuff in the show notes. So. For sure. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.